Welcome, friends. Glad you could join us today. Hello, Lou. How are we doing today? Very good. That was a good opening. I like it. Nice and tight. Uh, <laughs> happy to have you here with us today. We are going to be doing chapter 15, verse 7, a very short verse. Um, probably won't take us too long, so bear with me. Verse 7 says, A portion of my eternal self having become, now this is Brahman speaking through Krishna, a portion of my eternal self, having become a being in the living world, abiding in prakriti or matter, attracts the senses with the mind as the sixth sense. So he says very clearly here that not my entire self, but just a portion of my eternal self becomes a jiva, a little entity in the living world. And it abides, lives inside of prakriti or matter because it's a fusion of purusha and prakriti between the spirit and matter. So he says a portion of my being portion of my eternal self abides in prakriti and then attracts the five senses, five sense organs and the mind as the sixth organ. So it's pretty clear what he's saying here, but let's deal with this. The first six verses of the chapter 15 dealt with the macrocosm, dealt with the universe itself. Now starts the microcosm, us as human beings as entities, as jivas. So the first point he's making here is that Brahman assumes a body. Now, recognize he says a portion of my eternal self. So when we look at our hands and we say, this is my thumb, this is my little finger, that's a portion of my whole self. It may be a portion of myself, but it's not my entire self. Right. But without it, I'm not complete. Without the rest of me, it is not complete. A finger without the rest of the body is nothing. Mm -hmm. So each one of us is a finger, a small portion of the eternal self. But therefore, just like the thumb can't say, well, I'm not related to that little finger. He's dark. He's small. I'm more important. You know, if you start talking like that, it doesn't work. The thumb and the index finger and the rest of the other fingers have to work together in order to create something. There's no difference between the fingers. They all work together in the service of the body and the mind and the intellect. We as human beings have to think the same way, that we, all of us, are just one finger, one cell as part of this whole body, which is Brahman. And Brahman a small little part of Brahman is in each one of us, not just us as human beings, but each cow, each horse, each mosquito, each plant. So Brahman assumes a body. That's the first point. The second, that Brahman assumes individuality. Not only does he assume a body, he assumes an individuality. He develops a personality. I'm saying he, it could be she, it could be it, Brahman assumes a personality and that carries on from lifetime to lifetime. Some part of that individuality continues 
because it establishes a, a personality and individuality. How? Brahman identifies with Prakriti, but Brahman identifies with the body. Brahman identifies with the Vasanas and with matter to become a living being. And in the process of becoming that living being, Brahman starts to enjoy the gunas and enjoy being that living being, forgets that he's part of the eternal Brahman. That's a very simple way of looking at it, but yeah. it's, it helps us. Now, the fourth point is that this living being then attracts and starts to use the five senses and the mind in this living beings going on with the world. And as it starts to enjoy the world and objects, it actually forgets where it came from, forgets that it is part of Brahman, and then just carries on from lifetime to lifetime, carrying on identifying with the vasanas, with the prakriti, with the mind, with the intellect, and so on, and just keeps going on and on. So that is the description of the microcosm of each one of us. And this is, I'm only talking about the human beings. Mm -hmm. So my part alone has become the jiva. In this world of jivas, all of whom are alive, who have consciousness and they are, therefore they are either simple jivas or complex jivas. Consciousness and matter, purusha and prakriti, millions of life forms all over, like a kaleidoscope. You just take a kaleidoscope, put it to your eyes, move it, and it keeps changing. Same particles of glass in there, constant. They don't change, but the patterns change as you change the kaleidoscope. So every life form is a part of Brahman, just like a little hair on our head, a little cell in our body is all a part of the whole body, us, each one of us. Similarly, each being, every life form, every jiva is a part of Brahman. He says, in my unmanifest form, I pervade the entire world. So when Brahman is pure, Brahman pervades every aspect. He is everywhere. In his manifest form, he appears as Lu, as me, as you, <clears throat> and appears as a mosquito or an elephant. It is as though a part, Brahman cannot be literally in parts because anything that is in parts can be dissolved and broken up and split apart. But right. Brahman talks as if he's in parts, but not really. Brahman is still whole, no matter what. Just like we can talk about this being my thumb, this being my finger, but really it's part of all of us at the same time. Now, Brahman as a living being in this respect becomes a perceiver using those sense stimuli or an actor because an action-oriented being through the organs of action. So he can either be a perceiver or an actor. He can be a feeler of emotions through the mind. And Brahman can be a thinker or a meditator through the intellect. So although Brahman says that Jiva appears separate, each is me. They're all eternal. Brahman speaks at the highest level in this respect. But whether a self-realized person such as Krishna, Jesus Christ, Buddha, all speak at a different level, they're also speaking as Brahman. And then you come down lower to somebody like us, 
we are speaking at a totally different level, but we're all Brahman. Mm -hmm. We are all Brahman speaking, but at different levels, just like a child will speak at one level when they're two years old, at a different level when they're five, and at a different level when they're 60 years old. Ignorance is what creates the division between thumb and little finger. Ignorance is what creates the division between one human being and an animal that he then kills to eat. As you get past the ignorance, you realize that you yourself are Brahman and that everybody else is also Brahman. That is the key. That's what we're seeking to get. In reincarnation, Krishna says, this jiva is a purusha and prakriti and experiences joy and sorrow. Purusha, taking the use of prakriti, enjoys the gunas. And that's how he keeps wanting to keep coming back again and again to be reincarnated, come back again and try a different time this time, saying, okay, last time I didn't get it, how about now? Right. So what kind of help does the purusha take from the prakriti, from the body? He takes the help of the mind, all the senses, the vasanas, uh, the organs of perception, the organs of action, through which Purusha enjoys the sense objects of this world. <clears throat> so those are two, that's a very small, short, simple verse. But don't worry, if you're missing the heavy, deep <laughs> verses, they're coming. It's coming back, huh? It's coming back, right. All right. So I thank you for joining us, friends. And we'll see you next time.